0: and welcome to episode 82 of 5 Minutes of Rum, notes on rum a few minutes at a time. My name is Kevin Up the Grove. Today's, today's show is an update of sorts to episode 4. Uh, all the way back in May of 2013, I discussed rum in the context of micro distilleries, specifically house spirits in Oregon. If you haven't heard that show yet, there's a link to it in the show notes. Go have a listen. Uh, it's one of the rarities on this show. There was no recipe, just a discussion of rum neat and glassware and such and things like that. Uh, Anyway, back in June of 2017, I was traveling through Portland, Oregon, and ran across the House Spirits kiosk located in the PDX airport. They had several spirits available, including a rum they called uh, Katoon. I picked it up and thought I'd compare it to the rest of the previous House Spirits rum I had on hand to see what had changed over time. Oh, and there's a cocktail this time. So onward now to episode 82. Now, as I mentioned just mere moments ago, uh, this bottle of House Spirits Katoon rum was procured inside the PDX airport. Now, I visited the distillery before and sampled some of their other offerings, including Aviation Gin, which I believe they've now sold to another company, and their Aquavit, as well as their whiskey offerings. But since how this is five minutes of rum, my focus on uh, this bottle was on this oddly named specimen. Now, as I mentioned, the rum is called Katoon rum. And as I do a tasting, I'm going to compare this to the original House Spirits rum that I bought uh, back, like I said, back in, uh, probably bought it in 2012. I think I talked about it in 2013. In any case, I'm going to compare the two. So in terms of appearance, both of the uh, rums that I have are 375-milliliter glass bottles with a synthetic stopper and a plastic cap. Uh, The label is basic but nice with some type set or typewritten information. Uh, Just not too much information. Uh, The color in the bottle for the Katoon is a very light straw color. Uh, The bottle itself is just very slightly taller than the original House Spirits rum bottle I had. Uh, Both the full bottle and the 375 milliliter bottle were about the same size. This one's just a shade taller. Uh, The quote-unquote original that I have is still light, but probably a shade or two darker than the Katoon. Uh, The Katoon, once poured, is even lighter in the glass, uh, barely registering above clear. Um, I would say you're setting your opacity level to about 7% on this rum. Uh, When it comes to aroma, uh, the rum is very, the Coutune, that is, I'll I'll start with that, is very fragrant and very pungent. Uh, Actually has some unexpected pungency, I would say, and then a little bit of astringency on the nose. Uh, The nose is absolutely more pronounced than the original House Spirits rum I have, which was more subtle and sits more like an aged rum. Uh, There's a little bit of ripe banana a little bit of apple and pear, and some other ripe fruits mixed in there. Uh, pouring into glass really helped open up the rum from the bottle. It wasn't as notable, but once it got into the glass and aerated a little bit, you could pick up a little bit more of those notes. Uh, it actually shares some characteristics on the nose, specifically, with a um, with a lighter agricole rum. And when it comes to taste, uh, I found the katoon to be warm, uh, with a little bit more sweetness than the nose would have let on, but not really sweet. In other words, just um, the nose was a little bit more pronounced, and then so I was expecting a little bit something different uh, on the palate. Uh, but when I tasted it, it had a little bit more uh, sugar than I was expecting but again, I don 't want you to confuse this with a uh, a dosed rum that has a, a bunch of sugar in it uh, it 's not like that at all. Uh, there also is a little bit of spiciness on maybe the tip in the middle of the tongue, uh, not as assertive in taste overall as the nose was assertive, so to speak. Uh, the rum is medium bodied and has just a little bit of chewiness in uh, in your mouth. Uh, The original House Spirits Rum I have has a lighter body and some more barrel notes uh, when you taste it, as well as some additional spice notes. Uh, Overall, I think the tune comes out a little bit ahead when it comes to the complexity of flavors. Now, when it comes to finish, the taste lingers for a while, uh, but the warmth doesn't really. Uh, So this isn't a rum that comes back as like a warm glow from the back of your throat, uh, but it stays around for just a small spell. On the other hand, the original House Spirits Rum had a longer lingering warmth in the throat as it finished. Uh, I can't really determine how long each of these rums was in a barrel, uh, but I feel somewhat confident in saying the Katoon doesn't hold on to the, as much barrel as the original uh, rum did. So in summary, I was sort of expecting a similar experience to the original House Spirits rum, but that's not what I got. Uh, the lighter color didn't really tip the rum's hand when it came to the nose, and the taste didn't really line up with the nose. Um, it's a nice rum for sipping, uh, but a little slight. There's no substantial you know, hanging out on the finish. Um, with its apparent, uh, li- apparent limited availability, I wouldn't build a cocktail program around it, uh, but if there was a steady supply, I can see some possibilities for this rum and maybe one or two mixers. Something simple, in other words, that would highlight this particular rum. Um, as it stands, this 375 milliliter bottle is destined for uh, a small glass in my hand served neat. Uh, when I put the two House Spirits rum side by side, I think I slightly favor the Catoon as being more interesting, uh, but I wish I could tack a little bit more heat onto the finish. Now, a quick recap on House Spirits. Uh, And again, I I, uh, direct you to Episode 4 if you want to see some pictures of uh, the distillery as it looked when I visited back in uh, the early uh, 2010s. Uh, House Spirits is based in uh, Portland where they distill and bottle. Um, Rum is not their primary product, but they do appear to work with it from time to time. Uh, You may recall after listening to Episode 4 that this was one of the early trips that the uh, Smuggler's Cove organized for their rum club. And House Spirits produced the Tri-Rumvirate rum that was made for that group. So if once you were um, in the elite club, I think it was the first three people uh, that were in that club got to take a trip up to uh, House Spirits. And then, they, again, House Spirits produced a special bottling for the, um, the members in that group for Smuggler's Cove. Anyways, um, I haven't fit, visited the distillery in a few years, but they've grown over time and they pop up in places I don't always expect to see, such as an airport kiosk of their own. Uh, Maybe that's a bias I have because my local airport, LAX, is such a relic compared to the more modern offerings that I see when I visit other cities. Uh, Heck, I visited the Sub Pop store in SeaTac about a year ago and added some vinyl to my carry-on luggage when I was on my way home from Seattle. So definitely LAX LAX needs to step up their game. But uh, off that tangent, um, anyways, it's not particularly easy to source rums by house spirits from afar. Uh, So when I have the opportunity to pick up one, I will do so. Uh, This one ran $34.95 for that 375-milliliter bottle, so it was a little pricey, especially considering the rent uh, of an airport. I guess that probably adds a little bit to it, Um, and it is a standard-issue 80-proof rum. Uh, Now, specifically about the House Spirits Katoon Rum, since I had trouble locating um, or getting information on this rum online, I contacted House Spirits directly, and they were happy to share some info. Uh, Not a ton, but they did share a little bit. And as mentioned in the past, part of the benefit of looking at smaller distillers is they are much more likely to answer your email and share information and time with you. Uh, the bigger outfits, not always so much. So the trade off there is availability. Bigger outfits are able to produce a lot of spirit than they can put in stores, uh, but they often don't respond to your queries. Uh, and here's what I learned from chatting via email with the representative from House Spirits. So, House Spirits Catoon Rum uh, is the latest version of a spirit. Uh, they said they've or we've been producing in small batches since 2008. Uh, they slash we uh, crafted this batch by fermenting Barbados molasses with Isle of Guadalupe yeast. And then there's a double pot distillation. And then they aged the spirit in used what they call westward whiskey barrels. Uh, they say the result is a sophisticated sipping room with a solid butterscotch core, grassy and earthy layers, plus hints of smoke, charcoal, baking spices and ripe fruit. Um, I would say I probably got a couple of those notes in there, but again, I don't always pick up some of these things like hints and and things like that. So in any case, that was nice to see that they said ripe fruit and uh, earthy layers, uh, a couple of things that I thought I picked up on as well. So translating this to bare facts, Catoon is a Barbados molasses rum. It is double pot still. It's fermented with Isla Guadalupe yeast and then barrel aged for nine months in used uh, whiskey barrels, which are American white oak charred, and those barrels are about 50 to 55 gallons uh, in volume. Um, and then they're moved over to use Jack Daniels barrels for about eight to nine months now about the name. So I was curious about that Katun, uh, according to Wikipedia, which is never wrong. Um, and they are the world's most trusted book report source. As you know, uh, Wikipedia tells me that a katun is a unit of time in the Mayan calendar equal to 20 tunes to UNS or 7,200 days, which is the equivalent to uh 19.713 tropical years. A tropical year is also known as a year minus about 20 minutes. The katun is the second digit on the normal Maya long count date. So, for example, in the Maya long count date of 12.19.13.15.12, which represents December 5th, 2006, the number 19 in that series is the katun. How this relates to the rum, I still haven't quite sorted it out, but it's a cool name. Uh, maybe there's a connection to the aging cycles but seeing as how House Spirits has been in existence since 2004, they're not quite a cartoon old yet. Now, about a year ago, I received the Meehan Bartender's Manual as a gift, and I've been reckoning with it ever since. It's Jim Meehan's follow-up to the PDT Cocktail Book, discussed here in episode 69. Uh, Mr. Meehan founded the PDT The Bar in 2007, and is a well-published author beyond these two books. Um, As for this tome in particular, well... This book is really exquisite. It also may not be strictly for me since I'm not a bartender by trade, but I do have a curiosity about how bars are created and run. And this book is so well put together that even for us amateur home bartenders, there's a lot to recommend that's inside this book. Uh, the book is very logically thought out, starting with a discussion of bar, desi- bar design and the physical space. Um, maybe you've ever, have you ever wanted to see architectural drawings showing the layout of professional bars? Well, lucky you. Uh, they are here in this book. There's a couple of examples, and I show a picture of that in the show notes. Now, I happen to find this sort of thing very interesting to see how bartenders lay out their space, even if I'm not on that side of the bar, or at least not on that side of the bar very often. Uh, next up in the book is information on tools and techniques, an overview of the distilling process, an overview of various spirits, and just as importantly, there's uh, sections on menus, service, and hospitality. It is uh, very important to remember um, to not stop at recipes. As I've said in the past, and I, when I go out for cocktails, I'm going out for company and for hospitality. I can make really good drinks at home for a lot less money. So I'm not really going out because I want somebody to make me a drink. So please take note, service is very much a key ingredient and do not stop once you've got your drinks worked out. Now, I can wholeheartedly recommend adding Meehan's Bartender Manual to your library. Uh, It's an easy read. The book is very well put together, and it's a very enlightening experience. Uh, But be aware it's much more than a cocktail recipe book. That said, if you want cocktail recipes, this book does have them in spades. In fact, it's in this book that I found a possible match for the Katoon rum, and I decided to give that a shot. The cocktail in this episode is called the East India Negroni. So much like the professor from the PDT cocktail book, this is not a tropical cocktail and gives me an opportunity to flex my stirring spoon muscles. Uh, Frankly, those get exercised pretty regularly around uh, here because others in the house enjoy martinis, but with rum, I don't really stir that often. This is a three-ingredient cocktail and is made up entirely of spirits, so measuring and controlling dilution is pretty important. And As implied by the name, the East India Negroni is a variation on the Standard Negroni, which is made up of equal parts gin, red vermouth, and campari. In the case of the East India Negroni, rum subs in for the gin, uh, sherry subs in for the vermouth, and campari remains present. The proportions also get uh, um, messed up, or not messed up, the proportions also get changed up a little bit as well to sort of uh, give the rum a little bit of a boost that the gin doesn't really need in most cases. Now, recipes in the Meehan's bartender manual um, tend to be presented as recipe, and then origin, and then logic, and then hacks. So for this recipe, obviously the origin is a Meehan original riff based on the Negroni, in terms of logic, uh, Mr. Meehan indicated that he wanted to show rum's versatility outside of rum and tropical cocktails. The loose-style East India sherry was chosen to represent the feel of sherry that was transported in transatlantic ships in the 17th century. And when it comes to substitutions, um, that would be the uh, the hacks section of the recipe that he has. Uh, the suggestion was to swap out the chosen rum of Five Banks, or sorry, Banks Five Island with maybe an Appleton Reserve or Mount Gay Black Barrel. So I think... We're probably going to have to make more than one of these things just to you know, really round it out and, and see which one comes out on top. Now, the recipe for the East India Negroni is, uh, as it's written in the book, two ounces of Banks Five Island Rum. So I'm starting with the—actually, not starting. We'll get to that. Um, I'm going to substitute in the House Spirits Katoon in this case. Three-quarter of an ounce of Lustau East India Solera Sherry and three-quarter ounce of Campari. Uh, combine all of those into a chilled— uh, Uh, mixing glass and then stir with ice and then strain into a chilled old-fashioned glass with one large ice cube and then garnish that with an orange twist. So when it comes to tasting, like I said, I was going to make more than one. Uh, So the first one I made was the original formulation as I happen to have some Banks Five Island on hand here. Uh, And this gives gives me really a baseline from which to judge the the substitutions that I'm making. So making the baseline with Banks Five Island, um, expectedly, it's very similar to a Negroni. Uh, But the sherry makes it a little bit nuttier, especially the way that that uh, sherry is aged. Um, And the rum is present, but less noticeable than gin in a Negroni. So if you think if you've had a Negroni before, you know that it's kind of three strong players all coming together to form one drink. This one, I think I'd say rum is more of a supporting player as opposed to the way gin is in a regular Negroni. Um, So I get the subtle Banks notes in the cocktail, but they are very subtle. Now. Uh, next up is the exact same recipe, but substituting in the House Spirits Catoon in place of the Banks. Um, when I first made this recipe months ago with the Catoon, I didn't care for it all that much. Uh, this time when I made it, I enjoyed it a little bit more. Uh, it's, it's a drier cocktail than the version with the Banks 5, uh, but still very Sherry and Campari focused. Uh, this time when I had it, the Catoon was a little bit more assertive and making itself known. But really more than anything, I think this is teaching me that uh, the Negroni may not be my favorite spirit forward cocktail. Uh, incidentally, the Vucqueria is probably the winner in that competition. Anyways, the, as the drink slowly diluted over the, uh, the two ice cubes I used, it actually got more enjoyable. So this is a cocktail that rewards patient, uh, patience, and that's probably not my strong suit when it comes to a cocktail. So if you're uh, able to just sort of sip it slowly and enjoy it as it goes down, you know, as the, as it works its way down the glass and dilutes a little bit more, uh, I found it was a little bit more enjoyable. Now, lastly, I made one more of these using Appleton Reserve as the rum. Uh, This version had the depth I was hoping for, um, you know, coming from that Appleton Reserve while still maintaining, obviously, the strong flavors of the Sherry and the Campari. Um, Those still were in the foreground, but I think the rum in this mix was a little bit more towards the foreground. So they weren't all equal players, but you could definitely, um, you know, you could probably tell the the depth of rum from the Appleton Reserve uh, versus what you could with the Catoon or the Banks Five Island. And now that I think about it, I probably should have done this as a blind taste test because um, I know I have an Appleton Reserve bias and that's probably shining through when I tasted them, but I'm going to stand by it for now. I think that that one was my favorite of the three. So in the end, my preference would be for the Appleton Reserve if I was making an East Island Negroni and I'm going to leave the Katoon for sipping slowly from my glass. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Show links are up on the 5 Minutes of Rum website. That's number5minutesofrum.com. The show is also on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player as 5 Minutes of Rum. Uh, If you like the show, please tell a friend about it. The show is also on Twitter and Instagram as at 5 Minutes of Rum. That's at symbol number 5 Minutes of Rum. Please send in any comments, corrections, feedback, or requests via the 5 Minutes of Rum website, Twitter, or Instagram. And now, go get some rum.